Learn how to build your faith in God's Word and live a life of 100% victory 100% of the time. As you listen to the Senior Pastor, Davis Christian Center, Pastor Kingsley Okunkwo, and expect God's Word to work for you. Praise God. Help me shake somebody this evening. Give them a hug if they allow you to. Just love them, love them this evening as we take our seat. Praise God. All right. Is there anybody that doesn't know their temperaments by now? You still don't know your temperaments. Can I see your hand? Okay. Who else does not know their temperament? Praise God. This study we've been doing, titled University, is very important because if you don't study yourself, you will not be able to ever maximize your life. A study of yourself is very important because that's the only way you maximize your life. Praise God. Um, Life is basically about management. It's about managing your weakness, or let me say this way, maximizing your strengths and managing your weaknesses. See, anybody you see, whether they are successful or they are not successful, it's about how they have managed their strengths and their weaknesses. That's all that is happening. The person that is successful has maximized his strength. The person that is unsuccessful has refused to manage their weakness. That's all it is. So life is just about how you manage these two things. And that is why this study is very important, university, because we are kind of studying ourselves, you know, beginning to pay attention to our strengths, paying attention to our weaknesses. Because some people even um, maximize their strengths, but because they ignore their weaknesses, the weakness now comes and closes the strengths. Is somebody get what I'm talking about? There's a guy called Samson in the Bible like that. Very strong, but his weakness... Finish the strength. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So this study is very important. And apart from even studying yourself, it generally helps you relate better with people. You can easily read people, understand them, relate with them. Praise God. Even when you are hiring staff, this helps you. For me... I will, I will explain that. Let me not jump ahead of myself. It's part of what I'll deal with. But even when you're hiring staff, when you are getting married, all those kind of things, a study like this will help you understand people better and you will now make, a be- make more, you know, uh, make something better out of your relationships in life. So if you don't know your, your temperaments, I'm going to run through them very short, briefly. But you can also read the sign, um, the um, window blinds, the window whatever we have, signs that we have. You can see, if you read through them, you should see the one that resonates with you, the one that looks like you. Okay, let me run through them quickly. The first one that we normally talk about is who? The sanguine, okay? The popular sanguine. Um, a few of his traits, quickly. He's curious, fun-loving, so you should know whether this is you. He's curious, fun-loving, very people-oriented, has a loud voice. That child is sanguine, definitely. Has a loud voice, colorful clothing, loves attention, touches people when talking, doesn't hold grudges, makes, um, may give um, too much information when talking, 
um, risk takers and they're generally enthusiastic. So you know these guys, they're bubbly, warm, fun, curious, adventurous, you know, enthusiastic. They're the kind of people you want to be around. Always, always great people. All right? Praise God. Um, what are their strengths? Their strength is that they love people. They make friends easily. They like to tell stories. They thrive on activity. They are risk takers and they are good convincers. They can convince people. What are their struggles? They are unorganized. They talk too much. They can't say no. They get bored easily. They jump from project to project. Praise God. Uh, a sanguine as a leader, he will tend to be, um, to be big, big, big picture thinkers. They want to know the thoughts of others before making a decision for the group. Their primary goal is making sure everyone on their team has fun and feels supported. Okay. The next one I'm going to deal with is the powerful choleric. Praise God. All the sanguines in the house, can I hear an amen? amen. All of us can be, we are not this much. Some of us don't live now and join our own. Next one is the popular, I mean the powerful cholerics. Let's see about them. He said they are very decisive. This thing annoys me about them. Cholerics are just decisive. They, I mean, they, you, you can never hear them say, I'm confused, I don't know, let me think. No, they know what to do at all times. Very annoying. <laughs> they are decisive. They like to get things done. They want to lead. They take leadership whether you give them or not. They are very directional. They are results-driven. They love challenges. So they come across as self-confident. They are good at making quick decisions. They take risk and they are self-reliant. They don't need anybody. Their strengths does not give up. Fearless and courageous. They are great problem solvers. It says they, are, they delegate well and they are not a complainer. They have no business talking. They would do something about it. What are their struggles? Hard to relax. They never rest. Making decisions on, on behalf of others. So they don't wait for you. They will even decide for you what's good for everybody. They are, uh, their weak struggle is that they are not sympathetic. They are not sympathetic. They are, uh, pain, your leg is paining you. Stand up. <laughs> Let's move. What are you? What are you? <laughs> I, had, I, I had a choleric um, um, soldier that was in charge of students in my in my um, secondary school. Once one student was saying, my leg is very bad. You get to guys, stand up. I saw people die <laughs> in the wall. Your leg is pinning you. Stand up! <laughs> like, no, they don't hear your leg is My friend, stand up. <laughs> they are not sympathetic. You can't tell them story. He said, they are too competitive. They are too competitive. Said, and they are results, they, they prefer results over people. So they focus on results over people. Um, them as a leader, they, they has high expectations of themselves and of others and helps keep the focus of a group on track. He said, does not let feelings uh, get in the way so that they can uh, focus on getting the job or the results done. They don't... The next one is the uh, perfect melancholy. Although, let me, let me do phlegmatic. The peaceful phlegmatic. Peaceful phlegmatic. Are there cholerics in the house? Can I hear an amen? Yeah. All of us can be, all of you can be choleric. Yeah? Cholerics are not that much. In Nigeria, we have very few cholerics, and they all stand out. They all stand out. Okay. Um, peaceful, phlegmatic. 
phlegmatics, this one, they are very interesting. They are easygoing, very quiet, likes comfortable clothing, prefers to blend in. They don't want people to notice them. They are steady. They're steady worker, flexible. Relationships are top priority. They are motivated by helping others, not money. They are loyal and they are good listeners. Phlegmatic, can I hear an amen? amen? All of you in this church. I don't even know what's your problem. <laughs> what are their strengths? Their strength is that they are steady and reliable. If a phlegmatic usually can person that walks only in one place till they die, where they start walking is where they resign and die. If I, you bury them in the front of the office, they don't have power to be chasing money up and down. They are very steady and reliable. They are calm and they are very witty. So they have a sense of humor that is not obvious like the sanguine zone. They will just drop yab for you. You, won't, you, you when you reach home. You know that that guy yab me, Abby. So they are very witty. He said they have, they have few enemies. They have few enemies because they are over-diplomatic. Over, they can't blame anybody over-diplomatic. They have few enemies. They make people feel very comfortable. All these are their strengths. Their weaknesses, they dislike change. They avoid conflict at all costs. They are very stubborn when pushed. And they are hard to get moving because they are very laid back. Them as a leader, the most relationship-oriented of all the personality types, prefers working with others rather than directing them. He said they motivate their teams by focusing on helping others. Very interesting people. And the last one, uh, perfect melancholy. Likes organizing things in a certain way. They are very private, proper, likes charts. Charts in terms of uh, diagrams, okay? Charts, loves to do, to do lists. This, and these annoying people <laughs> are the ones that you will see that have five-year goal, ten-year goal. You know those people? I don't even know what I'm going to do in ten days. Ten-year goal, to-do list. They have the whole list of the year. What they're going to do? Very annoying. <laughs> it says, uh, "Where am I, Jerry? Um, am I their strength or weak? Okay, strengths, Abby. No, I'm just reading about them. Okay, the life child like to do list. They are very quiet. Usually quiet. They are not flashy, but they are artistic or musical. They are not big risk takers. They are very sensitive. Hmm. What I'm saying is that they feel things more than it is. There's a way you will greet melancholy." You say, hmm, why he greets me like that? <laughs> so they're always like that. When you make a statement to melancholy, they'll be thinking it has deeper meaning. That thing that person said, you know, here waiting in talk. You know, here as he talk. Um. They, they, so they are a bit too sensitive about things. All right? Um, they are purposeful and they are idealistic. They are idealistic. So usually, melancholies, they don't live with us here, they live in a perfect world. So they bring their ideas. Usually when they are doing a lecture or whatever, you will hear, you will know who is a melancholy. He will just be talking about things that can never happen. <laughs> All of us know that this thing can happen in Nigeria. He will say, I'm going to change this country. All I need is one year. Say, so once I take over, I'll just close NMPC, open NEPA, <laughs> close CBN, open Union Bank. And, then we <laughs> and we all know that by the time you reach there, but then you see the problem where you go meet. It's not going to be as white and black 
as you are painting it. But you see, they, they will promise you because they are in an idealistic world. They don't know that life doesn't go as planned most times. Do you understand? So they are idealistic like that. Uh, I always enjoy hearing them talk. Because I know that this thing is not going to happen. <laughs> Praise God. They, be, they just believe that everybody's going to play their role. Everybody's going to be normal in this life. And we are not normal in this life. <laughs> okay, so they are very idealistic and they are good planners. That's what I said. They are good planners. So, um, you see, now the, the benefit of studying things like this is that you will start knowing what your own strength is. And you understand that some people that are talking to you, they are talking based on their own strength. It doesn't concern you. So, like I said, Menagolis are good planners. They are the people that you see that have to-do lists. They have to-do lists for their day. They are, you know, and for them, doing that to-do, for me, if I want to do to-do list, it will take my whole day to write a to-do list for today. I've wasted my day because that's my whole day I used to write it. But then they just sit down and write to-do list at night before they sleep in the night. When they wake up, they pick up to-do list and they start doing it. They have a one-year goal plan, five-year goal, ten-year goal. Really? I don't know what I'm going to do in ten months. I don't know. Things just happen. We're sanguines. We don't know what's going to happen. Can't predict. Things just happen every time. Praise God. Sanguine is not what I'm talking about. Sanguine are, sanguine are horrible people. He's going to school. That's what he said he's going. By the time you talk to him, he's in another place that is not concerned what he said he was going. Because things have happened. As he was going, he met John. John said his car broke down. He knows one mechanic that can fix the car. He left where he's going to show John where the mechanic is. When they reach where the mechanic is, the mechanic say there's one car. It's very cheap. Instead of repairing your own, let's go and buy that one. They will leave that one. He will join them. And go and look. <laughs> I went to buy power bike, you know, motorcycle. Um, <laughs> I've been dreaming of a very young then. I've been dreaming of buying one. So I finally got out some money together. I went to Cotonou to go and buy a motorcycle. When I got to Cotonou, we checked and checked and checked. We didn't see any good one. Then one person came and said they usually have in Togo. <laughs> Sorry, in Ghana. But it was already late. We can't go to Ghana that day. So I slept in Cotonou that night. And the next day, me and the person that I, I didn't know from anywhere. I met him that day. He was going his own. I'm going my own. We met. And he said he knows where they sell motorcycle in Ghana. So I slept in his house. From there, the next day, we blow through Togo to Ghana. We reached Ghana. It was the last day of market in Ghana. Because it was December something. They are going to close the whole the market in Ghana that day. So we went round, round, round Ghana. We finally saw one that we like. It, we finally agreed on price at 30 minutes to the close of market. So I bought that one. I slept in Ghana. Then the next day began... So long story, that's a sanguine. You can't know where he's going to be. So how can, how can this guy now plan for 10 years? See all the things that happened in one day that was not planned. <laughs> he's in another country. Three other countries he was not planning to be. You say you plan 10 days. I mean 10 years. 10 years, okay. A whole 10 years. <laughs> not even plan one year. <laughs> so what are the strengths of the... So, so, so when you see people that have a 10-year plan, don't, don't be angry with them. You can learn from them, but don't, don't, don't be under pressure. It's their gift. They are operating their strengths. You don't need that one if you know your area. Okay, what are the strengths of, of, the, of the melancholy? They are very analytical. So they are good. They love facts. They are analytical. They love facts. They work well alone. They don't need plenty of people. They work well alone. They are good planners. They are very organized. Hey, if a melancholy keeps something somewhere, if you touch it, just small, 
when he enters the room, he will know that something has shifted. Very annoying. Organized. They are deep thinkers. They love artistic beauty. So they are good with things like art, beauty, fashion, things that involve beauty. And they follow through their assignments. What are their weaknesses? They are perfectionism. So they will hardly take steps because they want everything to be perfect. And things are hardly like that. They tend to be a loner. I mean, they like to be alone. They are hard to please. If you work for a melancholy boss, God help you. Because there's nothing you do that they will be satisfied with. They are hard to please. They are hard on themselves. Because they want to always appear perfect. So anytime they even make mistakes, it pains them because that means they have not shown perfection. Which is what they are here to show. <laughs> they are hard on themselves. Then they are pessimists. We saw the story, my wife read the story of Moses last week. We thought the thing God was telling Moses. Moses kept found, finding something that would not work. See, they would not agree. They would not follow me. They will ask me who sent me. They will, they will send somebody else. Last, last. <laughs> God had to literally kick him out and say, my friend, move. <laughs> they are very pessimistic. So they always come up with all the reasons why something cannot work. Then they can be moody. The reason why they can be moody is because the whole world is annoying them. People are not driving on one way. Now, and it, <laughs> people drive where they should drive. And the interesting thing about all these temperaments is that um, no temperament is bad. Do you understand? No temperament is bad. The reason why God gave all of us that temperament is because everybody has something to contribute. Let me give you an idea. I need, I need um, um, some people to come. Maybe you, four, four of you, just come. Four of you like that, just come. Come quickly. Which of you are single? Which of you are married? Single. Displays phone number. Single. Displays phone number. Married. Forget yourself. Single. Displays phone number so that the guests can see. Yes. Four of you. Okay, so... <laughs> so, <laughs> no temperament is bad. The way God did it. The reason why it seems some temperament have strength, some have weakness, is because it's difficult for one temperament to have both strengths at the same time. For instance, if your temperament is that you are people-oriented, you can't, that same person cannot be task-oriented. Do you understand? Because when you are people-oriented, you are busy loving everybody, the task is wasted. When you are task-oriented, you can't have time at the same time to be pleasing everybody. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. So it's, it's, it's not because God can't give you all of it. It's just that one person can't carry all the strengths and weaknesses. It's like the way an SUV is and a sports car is. You can never have one car that is the best SUV and also be the best sports car at the same time. Because an SUV, that's a Jeep, what we call a Jeep here, an SUV usually has height. Am I correct? But a sports car usually has to be what? Flat. So one car can't have the two. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. So the strengths of one car, it will turn to a weakness in another field. So, for instance, an SUV that has height, when he's um, approaching a roundabout, he can't be on speed. Because of his height, he can't make a corner fast. Do you understand? So, what was a strength inside, inside mud or flood can become a weakness at a sharp roundabout. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. So, that, that's why it's so. Um, so, everybody, every temperament is good. God had to give us these different temperaments because um, all of us contribute to each other. No temperament is bad. You don't have to hate your temperament. We need you the way you are. So let's say this guy is choleric. This guy is um, sanguine. This is melancholy and all that. This who? Phlegmatic. Okay. So um, if this guy is choleric, is he choleric? I called him before. This guy is choleric. He's motivated and purpose driven. This one is what? Phlegmatic. He's very gentle. 
Now he's phlegmatic. Follow what I'm saying. You are arguing. Do you know what I'm saying? He's sanguine now. What are you now? He's phlegmatic now. Follow. <laughs> if you are following sanguine, you must catch must fast. Because you can change things can change. You can't have 10-year plan. <laughs> what are you again? Choleric, phlegmatic. So this guy is motivated. This guy, his nature is peaceful. So he doesn't have motivation. He's laid back. This guy was made this way, not just for himself, but because we, these remaining three people, we need his, his motivation and strength. So he's contributing to them. They all need him. But him, he's not peaceful. He's very power, power. This one will now tell him, calm down. When his blood is hot, whenever you have a group of friends and you hear that one that's always saying, calm down. That's your phlegmatic. He will calm everybody down. And Kivermati is the worst person to call to settle quarrel. Because he can't blame anybody. He will blame all of you plus himself. Say, you, you have your own fault. You, you have your own fault. Me too. As a human being, I have my own fault. So let's make up. They like peace more than anything. They are the chief diplomatic officer. They can't can't blame anybody. (laughs) So, so, you see, he calms this guy down. Now, this one is melancholy. Um, is it melancholy I called you before? Yeah, melancholy. Don't stammer. Yeah, melancholy now. This melancholy, because of his perfectionist tendencies, he gets irritated easily. Because this world is not perfect. Everybody, see Nigeria, people are driving one way, people are dropping. So it annoys melancholy. Say, why are people like that? He's, he's moody and angry. The sanguine that is bubbly will cheer him. Oh, say relax. Oh, go play. Hey, forget one way. All way and away. Hey. <laughs> he will cheer him up. <laughs> he will make him forget his sorrows. He will cheer him up. Now, the sanguine being bubbly, everything has scatter, scatter. He doesn't know where he kept anything. Doesn't know anything. This guy, melancholy, being organized, will do what? Organize his life. I see what I'm saying. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So, so there's no bad temperament. All of us are supposed, and that's why God made that way. That way we need each other. And we we'll live together, work together. We need each other. And usually in marriage, the same thing. That's why opposites usually attract in marriage. When opposites don't attract in marriage, it can also lead to a big problem. When two cholerics marry, they will be struggling for leadership. Because the two of them are natural leaders. So they can't, they can't, uh, I, I, I spoke to somebody that I suspect him and his wife are cholerics. I suspect so. I don't know for certain because I don't know his wife. But some things he said, you know, he, he, he says that his wife wakes up early in the morning. Before she goes to work, she goes to gym. That by the time he wakes up, she's long gone. She, has, she first goes to gym before she goes to work. The way he said it, I know cholerics don't need too much relationship. Because if it's me and my wife, she can't just wake up and go somewhere and I'll be looking for her. She must first wake me, kiss me, tell me she's going out. They want to want to. I mean, I'm still half asleep. I say, okay, where are you going? What's up? Okay. <laughs> but the way the guy was, you know, so they are way too colleagues, Mary. There's, there's no much uh, emotional. This, marriage is a task. We are getting married. <laughs> it's a vision, it's a mandate. <laughs> It's not, uh, they're not into mushy, mushy things. So usually opposites attract. So sanguines most times marry melancholics because they are so disorganized. They are attracted to the organized nature of the melancholy. 
And the melancholy is so moody and laid back and together, she's impressed by the happiness and the joy the sanguine has. So usually sanguines marry um, um, melancholies most times. And most times cholerics marry phlegmatics. Because cholerics are leaders, they like the followership of the phlegmatic. Let's go! Say, yes. We say, this is a good follower! Because it works well for them. They are both happy. Because the phlegmatic is very undecisive. He hates to make decisions. Phlegmatic, before they make decisions, say, my decision is maybe, and that's final. <laughs> they can't make decisions. I say, mm, should we go? I say, mm. Mm, mm. Should we go? If we go, I will stand up. The, by the time choleric has made the decision, so the phlegmatic is happy there's a choleric in his, his or her life making decisions. Because he can never, before he decides on one thing, it takes so long. Takes so long. So they, they somehow they generally are attracted to themselves. So if you hear a choleric uh, man talking about his marriage, you can't copy everything you are hearing him say. Because sometimes it's not only principles that are working. If he married a good phlegmatic, he will say, have a great marriage. No quarrel. It's not just because he's not quarrelsome. Because the person he married is very peaceful. So it looks great. Because they are working great. If you, you go and you marry somebody that is not phlegmatic. You're not saying, no quarrel. You say, my brother, calm down. This is your voice. You can't chance me here. Because you didn't marry a phlegmatic. So phlegmatic and they're usually attracted to themselves one way or the other. Praise God. So if you are going to marry, for instance, so if you are a choleric, if you are a phlegmatic man and you marry a choleric woman, two of you need to be cancelled properly. You need to tell the woman that she should resist the temptation of taking leadership of the marriage. Do you understand? She has to be careful. Now, she will, they, we will need her many times to make decisions for the home. She will do that. But she must be careful not to take the leadership of the home. If not, it can turn to a situation where he will now feel resentment that she doesn't listen to me. She doesn't respect me. So there must be management. Somebody get what I'm saying? In the Bible, in the Bible, um, Jezebel was choleric and um, Ahab was phlegmatic. So, he, usually phlegmatic husbands, they take, because phlegmatic don't like to lead. They don't like to lead. So they would take the leadership and give it to their choleric wife. So he gave Jezebel. So Jezebel was leading the whole country. That's why Jezebel turned the country to idol worship. You see, phlegmatics usually don't lead cholerics. So cholerics lead phlegmatics. So she carried Ahab into idol worship. Instead of Ahab carrying her into Jehovah worship. I guess what I'm saying. And by the time they killed all our prophets, could be her being choleric, she told Elijah, the way you kill these people, I kill. (laughs) Who can tell Elijah's temperament? Huh? What do you think, honey? I think it's melancholy if you ask me. Because it was, it was too sensitive. Say, you go kill me. He just went to God and said, Lord. Usually, melancholies are, they, they, they are matter in their nature. They are oversensitive. And they feel, they like to, they are self-sacrificing. So you usually hear them say, I'm the only one. Those are statements you hear from a melancholy all the time. I'm the only one suffering. I'm the only one here. I'm the only one they are using. 
You know, so they have that thing that just, I'm the one suffering for everybody. So those are Elijah's words. Words you will hear from cholerics. If you want to know a choleric, cholerics are not afraid or ashamed to say I'm the best. Cholerics are very okay with saying I'm better than everybody else. You will hear them always say it. I'm the best. Every other temperament is a bit slow in saying I'm the greatest. Cholerics, they thrive in getting to the point where they can say I'm the greatest. If a choleric is, the, is a pastor, he will say he has the largest church. If he's an evangelist, he has won the most souls. If he's a politician, he will say this is the best president that this country has ever had. You will hear, it will not mean words. When, how you know a choleric? They will claim whether it's true or not, sometimes it can be true, but they will claim that they are the best. Paul said, amongst all the apostles, I'm chief. He said, I labored more than you. Were you with all of us? No, it doesn't matter. I labored. He said, I speak in tongues more than you. Choleric. He's better than everybody and he's not ashamed to say it. Because that's his mantra for life. I'm better than you. <laughs> Who can tell me a choleric president presently in this, in this world? Donald Trump is clearly choleric. So you always hear him. Any say, this is the biggest, this is the best, I'm the best, this is the best economy we had, this is the, America is the best. They're not afraid to claim they're the best. Even when the facts don't agree, they don't care. And they don't care what people think. How you are feeling doesn't matter. So he will abuse somebody today, they will say they feel bad. Tomorrow, he will abuse them. Okay. Colleagues don't care how you feel. Somebody get what I'm saying? So they all help each other. So thank you. So what are you now? Colleric, what are you? What are you? You are sanguine? Are you sure? My brother be going. <laughs> Clap for them, guys. <laughs> Praise God. All right, so um, what, are, what are the best careers? What are the best careers for them? What careers do they thrive in. So let's look at some of them, the careers they do well at. But is somebody getting the general gist of it now? So I've said there's no bad temperament. They all help each other. Um, their strengths and they have what they bring. Sanguines bring joy, fun. If you enter Yawa with sanguine, you'll be happy. You know Yawa. They will make the Yawa sweet. They are those people. They, if there's no food to sanguine, you go see, enjoy yourself. It will make everything fun. They bring joy, fun, and warmth. If a choleric is there, help all of us to achieve our task. Because if not for them, we can be playing and playing and not for fear while we are here. Choleric will make sure we get to the point. Phlegmatics are stable and peaceful. It's okay. Calm down. Fight is not good. They like things like that. And melancholy help us to put everything in order. Let everything be done decently and in order. So what are best careers? Sanguine. If you're sanguine, careers you do well is marketing. Sanguines are good at selling. Because by the time they are selling to you, you have become their friend, you will just buy. They are good convincers, so they are good at marketing. They are good at fashion. They are good at sports. They are good at public relations, PR. They are good at customer service. Because they will smile and greet you like they know you before. They are good with entertainment. They are good with comedy. That's why <laughs> some people say I'm their, I'm their fellow colleague in comedy. Because they're good with comedy. It comes natural to them. And this is the great thing. Those that are comedians, they're getting paid for just being themselves. It just comes up. On that career that is good for them, they are good as preachers. All of you enjoy that one every week. They are good as preachers. And they are good as master of ceremony, MCs. 
So, you know, some, all those MC work, you think it's not work. Put a phlegmatic there. You'll find out it will struggle. But for a sanguine, it's easy for him to carry the crowd along. Okay, what's the next one? Um, phlegmatics. Okay, no, uh, cholerics. Cholerics. What are the best careers for cholerics? Cholerics do well in management because they naturally leaders. They are good with technology, good with engineering projects, good with programming. They are good with politics. Nigeria needs cholerics. They are good with politics because they lead naturally. They can move people. They are the ones that lead protests. Most of our big lawyers that were activists were cholerics. That's why they're not afraid to be arrested. Cholerics are fearless. They like trouble. They even like trouble. They like challenges. So, if it, most of us are like, so you see things that happen in this country that people get away with. Try it in any other country. There are some, I know what, because temperaments come from your parents, most countries have dominantly one particular temperament. Most countries. Like Nigeria, we're predominantly flags and sands. So we hardly quarrel. If we had a lot of melancholies and a lot of cholerics, you can't see people driving the way they drive here. Because melancholies are perfectionists. They don't even need you to tell them to be perfect. They want to be perfect. But we, we have sanguines, phlegmatics, majority in Nigeria. So when government does something bad, we will not do anything, or worst case, we'll crack joke about it on social media. Other countries, if the country is full of choleric, half of what, if a quarter of what's going on here, they would have blocked the whole streets. Most Arabian and Islamic countries are full of cholerics. So you can't mess up there. They will scatter the country. They will tear it down. Check all those countries. War. War for them is like this. War. Mark we will enter war. What did be war? Because they don't have any, they, 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 don't, they, don't, they don't afraid. They don't, have, they don't follow people's feelings. So that's why they can bomb children. They can bomb children. They can be children. Cholerics are seen like that. War now war. So if you see the Sudan, they fight. They go five hundred Afghanistan, Yemen. Fight. They live inside war. People they use bomb, greet themselves. What do you think they happen? What do you want to do? But phlegmatic. The first time they gave Nigerian bomb to blow in plane, he didn't blow it. Because I go just kill myself like that. Worst case, Nigeria, he will take the bomb, run to where he will throw it and run. Blow myself. So it didn't work really well here. <laughs> but in some of those countries, Arabia, they have, if they drive you, if an Arabian guy drives you in a car, if a Lebanese or whatever drives you in a car on a bike, ah, you go fear. Because they, they, they have mind. They are choleric small. There are some countries that are largely um, melancholies. They are very perfectionist. One of those countries is Singapore. Singapore, you can't chew gum. You don't understand. You cannot chew chewing gum. If when you're entering the country, they find chewing gum in your bag. It's like they're finding cocaine in your bag. Chewing gum. Because, see, they are thinking that when you chew that gum, when you chew and finish, where you want keeper? You will dirty their country. See, melancholy thinking. You have thought too far. Sanguine, more we chew. We are never even chewed the gum. Leave where I go, keep them. But melancholy, they ban chewing gum because they want their whole country to be very spark and clean. In Singapore, there's a limit to the amount of cars you can have. They stop cars. They even stop amount of visas when people enter the country is getting too much. See, melancholy trouble. They monitor everything. They don't want because if, if population of people inside the country is too much, it will affect transportation. It will affect if too many cars are in this country. It will affect traffic. It will affect emission of uh, gas. Eh? Unnecessary calculation. Mock with the jolly, mock with the groove. So there are some countries like that, largely 
melancholy. So everybody likes perfection. A lot of European countries too are like that. They are phlegmatic and melancholy. They are very calm. What, what, you want to be rich? So what, what are you, why? Why do you want to be rich? To do what? If you get a small house, small space, small bed, they're okay. It's okay. <laughs> Praise God. All right. So, um, I'm talking about cholerics, Abby. So, they'll do well in politics, business owners. Most business owners are cholerics or have a streak of cholerics. They are business owners. They are good with starting business and running business. Um, they are good supervisors and they are good lawyers. They are always good lawyers. They can debate and fight. Um, phlegmatics. Best careers for them. Number one, nursing. Phlegmatics are good nurses. Because they are patient. Very phlegmatic nurse. Oh, he will just love you. What do you want? You want to spit? Or you spit here? I should bring your pan. You want to wee wee on your bed? Wait. Very calm. Very calm. Eat your food now. You don't want to eat. Please eat. Okay, just eat the bread small. You know you need to take your medicine. <laughs> Nothing. Second temperament go for them teaching. Teaching. Because they are calm and stable. Because they can be patient with children. The children can be disturbing. But phlegmatic is very. I had one phlegmatic teacher in my secondary school. Hey, we used to call his period Valium. But when he comes, now sleep, get us. Sleep. What, and even from how he walks, <laughs> sleep. One day, because he teaches us English, one day he now told us, he has worn us out from the beginning of lecture, then towards the end, he said, somebody should do one long reading. All of us, they, drive, they managed to stay awake before he started that reading. By the time they started the reading, both us and him, we all sleep. By the time we wake up, when they finish it, he say, we are all sleeping. Phlegmatic. <laughs> can never beat. Can never do anything. Can't beat anybody. <laughs> they are also good psychologists and good counselors. Ah, if phlegmatic counsel you, you go enjoy them. Because they will hear all your story. Say, sir, I want to tell you from 1982. Phlegmatic, go sit down. Hear the story. Me, you want to tell me your stories? I say start from 2002 or 2012. 82, okay. If you start 82, when we go finish? Start from 2012, I beg. But phlegmatic, he will sit down there, listen to you, and now make peace with everybody. Incredible. On that career, good for them is anything involving child development, anything involving charity. Because they are usually selfless. Phlegmatics, they don't work to, for themselves. They don't mind sacrificing for everybody. So they are good charity workers. They are the people that will leave their country, go to another country just to help people. Alright? Good charity workers. Then they are good in home, um, human and social services. Same thing. Uh, melancholy. Careers for melancholy. They are good in management. They are good with accounting. If two naira they miss, in melancholy we calculate and calculate and find that two naira. Choleric we say, instead of us finding the two naira, let's go and make two billion. So that we will not need this two naira. There's billions to make. And you're looking for two naira. Sanguine will say, 
If tonight they miss, you know, matter. We get 20 million, we don't enter. Not we groove that one. No groove. What did happen? Leave two naira. What did two naira go do for us? Two million a day. You they find two naira. Not we go groove. Where did they chop for here? <laughs> Phlegmatic will say, ah, two naira is missing. I don't know what we are going to do. <laughs> what are we going to do? And then we ask for anybody that will give him leadership. Anybody then they say they will do him. Praise God. So, <laughs> melancholies are good in management, accounting. They are also good in social work. They are good with administration. Oh, melancholies are good with administration. They can manage things. All right? They are also good with research. They are great at research because they like data. They like information. They are good with art, mu- music, um, inventors, and they are good doctors and surgeons. They are good doctors because they can be perfect. When they sew your body or treat you, everything is 100% perfect. If sanguine treats you, you go happy, but now they forget scissors for people. Cutting wool, now sanguine, they forget them for people. And by the time Inter you say you forget them, you say no go vest corner, your guy, another friend already. <laughs> you go say, my guy, you go come back, bro. you get on that surgery next week. Go. You go say, ah, I thought you were finished, eh, but we'll get one or two things. So. <laughs> Just confess, come, come on Thursday, I beg. <laughs> Around three. Come, 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 I beg. <laughs> we define our scissors. <laughs> we just one day show, say, no be you. <laughs> no, beside your body, we leave them. <laughs> just come, I beg. <laughs> He's your friend, you can't be angry with him. But he's already your friend. Praise God. So, melancholies are great doctors, great surgeons, art and musicians. So, um, every temper is that that's all I be on all the four careers I be, and most temperaments have a blend of both. So um, you can everybody has a primary temperament and has a secondary temperament. You have a primary one and a secondary one. So um, depending on what your secondary is, it makes how your general um, behavior looks. So somebody can be a choleric, but be a choleric that has a melancholy. Somebody can be a choleric and have a phlegmatic behind it. So you know what your primary is, what your secondary is. People that are, for instance, sanguines and melancholies, or melancholies and sanguines, when they go into music, apart from being charismatic and people enjoying the groove, they also actually have lyrics. Because they are melancholy, they are good with lyrics. People that are total sanguines, when they are in music, it's just the beat. Their song will just be chorus. They can't help you and be singing three verses. That's too long. (laughs) Praise God. So, you must know what your blend is, so you know what your primary and secondary is. For me, I'm sanguine, uh, primarily, but my t- secondary temperament is phlegmatic, so I can be a bit gentle, laid back, and all that. All right, it's one of the best combinations ever. In fact, it's the best. Let me be like choleric. I'm the best here. <laughs> I'm the best. Oh, my choleric friends are very interested. Cholerics will not be your friend if you are not succeeding, because they are not very people oriented. So the only way you can be their friend is if you are successful. So if you have choleric friends, they don't check on you except you are making waves. When you start making waves, making success, they will call you. Because they are always inspired by success. Me and Pastor Miriam, we have some friends that are cholerics. They are my friends. But my wife they are my friends. <laughs> they are our friends. Uh, once they don't hear about us. So, but once maybe my videos start trending, or something that makes me look like I'm successful, you see them from nowhere. They say, we're seeing the, we're seeing the work you're doing. <laughs> me and Pastor Miriam just laugh. Say, you know, so that work, results, they shock you. But they like the success. If you are succeeding, you are their friend. If you are doing badly, they will outrightly tell you that you can't be my friend. Though. Like they don't mean they don't. They're not emotional. They, are, they, are, they say truth to a fault. 
there's a big choleric pastor in this country. I don't, I'm trying not to mention too many names. It's a big choleric pastor. He had one mentee that is a bit phlegmatic. The guy was used to do well before. So this pastor is always praising. Then of late, the guy was not, has not been doing well. So he invited this big pastor. And it's a big pastor that if you're inviting, everybody want to come because you think the man is really coming. Last minute, they asked the big pastor, the invited, says, are you going? He says, he's not going. No. He says, he doesn't associate with failures. <laughs> so he can't go there. <laughs> and he's not angry. He's not no problem. He's not, he's not, go and succeed. Come, come here and talk. Succeed, then you talk. That's how it is. They don't mince words. They don't play with you if you're not successful. Cholerics, you're like that. Praise God. It's just their nature. They, and they help this world. They help this world. They're the ones that advance the world. When a choleric and apostle, their church will grow. The mission will grow. That's Apostle Paul. He will take the gospel far. Very powerful. Timothy was most likely phlegmatic. Gentle, peaceful. They have to keep telling him, don't let anybody despise your youth. Speak up, speak up. Don't let them chance you. Very gentle. But they are stable. Where you live phlegmatic is where you meet him. It's not going anywhere. So, in marriage, you must know how it works. If you are married to a sanguine, be understanding. He'll be scattering his things. Be understanding for him. He's trying. But you see, he will play with your children. He has advantage. In our house, that's how it is. I'm the minister of play. My wife is the minister of serious. She's just too serious for... Even the children know. She's everything. Do your homework. Go to eat your food. Go and have your bath. As in melancholy, she expects those children to be bathing twice a day. I know for you, melancholy, you're saying, uh-huh. How have you done before? In our world! Bath when you remember. I the bath twice a day. <laughs> bath when you are smelling. As long as you're not smelling. Grooves today. So my wife is always checking. That have they had their bath? Oh, they are coming back too late today. I say, my sister, leave them home. If we don't bath today, tomorrow is another day. We'll bath tomorrow. What do you do? Bath in the bath later on. If we don't bath this night, we bath in the morning. <laughs> Sanguine is champion for going out without bathing. There's something that happened now, now, now. You might make a go inside, go to the bath. They are going now. Where could they go? Doesn't even wear slippers. He's going with bare leg <laughs> to catch the groove. So if, if you're married to any of these temperaments, you must understand them why they do the things they do. If you marry choleric, you can't be expecting him to be honestly playing with you. He's task-oriented. The best way to make him impressed, you to be supporting the task. Be asking him about the task. How far have we gone now in conquering the world? I say, yes! This is the wife. We have no quarrel in my house. <laughs> because she understands him. She understands who she has married. All right, don't try to make ceremony out of it. Support his goals, he'll be happy. All right, if I might be melancholy, help them to be tidy in the world. They need the world to be in order and all that. <laughs> Praise God. Okay, so how do you actually tackle when you see your temperament um, weaknesses? How do you tackle it? I'm going to end with that. How do you tackle it? Since I've said that um, most temperament have blends, they have careers, they have what they contribute. How do you now tackle your weakness? Because what makes it bad is when your weakness is not managed. It makes you look bad. It makes you look bad. Let's, let's go through some. Let me see what you understand. What's the weakness of a sanguine most times? Give me some more weakness. 
Somebody said disorganized, yes. Give me another one. Talks too much. On that one. Now, please don't forget, if you're a born-again Christian, um, the Holy Spirit, of course, has already started working on you, so you won't look like some of those things sometimes, okay? I'm saying this to say this. The first point in overcoming um, your weaknesses is to first note what your weaknesses are. What are your weaknesses? That's the first step. We're looking at overcoming the weaknesses. What do we do about it? First thing is to identify. Identify what your weakness is. Identify what your weakness is. If you can't identify it, you can't deal with it. What happens to many people is that they don't even identify the weakness. They just bone like they don't have any weaknesses. And the weakness now take them by surprise. Give them uppercut. If you identify it, then you can work on it. So first step, what is your weakness? If you know your temperament, list your weaknesses or the natural tendencies of those weaknesses. What are, what are they? Bad in organizing, too laid back. If you're phlegmatic, you either be too laid back sometimes. Most of them are lazy. Hey, phlegmatic. They can be lazy. I have seen many, many marriages. See, if you're married to a phlegmatic, he can't initiate sex. So. If you're married to a phlegmatic, now you go to sleep with Amo. I'm serious. I'm saying this as a counselor. I'm not joking now. If you marry a phlegmatic man and you're waiting for him to come and initiate. No. If you're a choleric or any other things, after a while, as, as, as a phlegmatic gets older, he's laid, being laid back gets worse. So if you're the wife, take the liberty and be initiating. Don't wait for... Because you'll be thinking, hmm, to stand up now. Go to the other side of this bed. Make her just sleep. So many marriages that the husband is phlegmatic, the wives always complain that it doesn't make love to me. It takes once in a month or once in a year. They are very laid back sometimes. They are totally lazy. So don't wait for that. This is an understanding you must have. It's not you to be complaining. You don't need counseling. Just go on top of him and do what you need to do. Not counseling. You don't need counseling. <laughs> All right? <laughs> so if you're, if you're married to a melancholy... You need to do things right. If you're married to a melancholy, for instance, sexually speaking, you have to bath. This is important for them. The sex has already lost power if you come with your dirty body from work. And you're smiling. <laughs> your dirty body from work. Forget it, though. You have already spoiled the mood. So if you know you marry to a melancholy and you want action, first thing, go and bath. Let everyone be smelling neat. <laughs> She's in the mood. <laughs> no, you're talking. Water and soap turns them on. Water and soap. They have problem. <laughs> they have problem. If you're married to them, be ready. You brush in the night. Brush, bath. Wear clean, new underwear. Or pija or nightwear. That means good. You are ready for action today. Because for melancholy, everything has to be perfect. As you bath, brush, wear clean nightwear, dim the light or off the light. Because if you're on the light, she will see that your body is not perfect. She will also see that her body or his body is not perfect. All this thing will spoil the sex. If possible, put new beshit. <laughs> then you are ready. You are ready. <laughs> then use good words 
Because melancholies are, they like words, so use good words. If a man say you're very handsome and manly, say yes, you are ready. Say, man, you're very beautiful. Mm. Let's go. I have junior. <laughs> Praise God. If you're married to a sanguine, anything can happen at any time. So be ready. Be ready. Don't be boring and rigid. It can happen anywhere, anytime. Be ready. Live ready. <laughs> and if you're planning not to have children, do family planning before the day. Do <laughs> anything can happen. Okay. So, what was I? Okay, so, um, identify the weakness. Identify the weakness. Identify the pattern. Identify it. If you're too lazy, laid back, Identify it. If you are too scattered, identify it. If you are too perfectionist, you never take steps because you want everything to be perfect. Identify what your own weaknesses are. Second step. Second step. Put a structure to help that weakness. Since you have known the weakness now, then put a structure, a physical structure that can help it. So, for instance, if you are phlegmatic, you are laid back, partner with people that are motivated so that they, their own motivation will help them and help you. Partner with people motivated. Two phlegmatics can't start a business. Of course, except for the favor of God, that business will not because they can't market. A phlegmatic say, I want to buy this thing. You don't want. Okay. A choleric will say, you need this product, my brother. Buy it. Buy it. You will thank, you will thank me later. Just buy it now. I'll give you a discount. Buy so sanguines and cholerics are good marketers. So when you have seen your weakness, you are a business owner, phlegmatic, hire a lot of sanguines, hire a lot of cholerics because they'll push the business. Somebody get what I'm saying? Me, I do that too. I, I, I don't hire, I, don't, I hate hiring phlegmatics. Expect to work very closely with me. No, you can't be phlegmatic. People I like to hire, cholerics, number one, and melancholies. Those are my two weaknesses. I like to hire it. I love every choleric working with me. I love every melancholy work. Because they're organized. You get what I'm saying? I tell my team all the time, I'm the laziest person on this team. That spot has already been taken. You can't be lazier than me. I will fire you. That spot of the most lazy person in this team is me. I've taken it. Every other person has to be more hardworking than me. You must be more organized than me. Somebody get what I'm saying? Hire your weaknesses. You are not good at organizing. Hire a melancholy who organize. You are not good. You don't have drive. Hire a choleric. If you're a choleric, hire a phlegmatic is stable. Somebody get what I'm saying? Because cholerics, their problem is that they can't start, they can't sustain. They need a phlegmatic to sustain whatever they have started. So, identify the weakness, then put a structure in place. Let me give you another example. Um, I'm sanguine. I hate routine. I hate routine. We must spice up whatever you are doing. So, as I was getting older, I knew that I had to start doing exercises. I had to start doing exercises. So, I went to go and hire a personal trainer. He's a melancholy. He has mel and something. So, personal trainer. I know those aerobic guys, the training is the same thing every day. One, two. One, two. Yes, the first week I was okay. One, two. After two weeks, one, two. Three weeks, same one, two. Was getting tiring. Same exercise, jumping jack. Uh, do, uh, same thing every day. As in, before you come, I know what you are going to do. I can do it, but jumping jack, I know. Very annoying guy. 
and there are some days it will be raining. If not those rain that fall that start around 5 a.m. When that rain that fall around 5 a.m. start falling, you should know that we can't do exercise today. Abi? I know that rain. Once that rain starts around 5 a.m., you were sleeping. You now wake up around 6 or 5. You now sleep. You know that second sleep? How many people know that second sleep? When it is raining. Nobody should wake anybody up at that time. Even if the world is ending, they will leave everybody. When you just cover yourself, once start that second sleep around 5.36, inside rain. Now yeah, let's go! I say, for where? Where are you going? Inside this rain. Everybody go home. Let's go our separate ways. Let's go for where? We are going our separate ways. The guy will still come in the rain. So, very annoying guy. So, after we continue, let's go. So I want to and I just fire them. Let's go our separate ways. Bye. <laughs> because it, it was getting boring. I couldn't keep up. So, I started playing tennis. I started playing tennis. And we have a group. We have WhatsApp group in tennis. It's fun. We yap ourselves. We play with ourselves. There's gist. And we look forward to playing ourselves. So, I won you last week. I will win you next week. It's fun. It's activity. It's interesting. It's competitive. So, we look forward to playing the tennis. As opposed to one, two, same thing every day. I'm not winning anybody. Nobody's winning me. One, two. So, you see, I put the exercise in a way that I, I, I would like to do it. I guess what I'm saying. Put it in a way I would like to do it. Okay? So, I, I, I was on the example again. Money. I mean, money. Who be Dango Tapes as I manage money? I'm not rich past Dango now. I was... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sanguine's... They are optimistic, they are enthusiastic, so they make money, but they usually are not great at managing money. Most sanguines should be richer than they are. That's what I'm trying to say. If, even if they are career people or business people, same thing. They are making money, but they, as they are making it, they are spending it. So a sanguine can work for 20 years, he can't show you 50k. Can't show you 50k. Because he's eating it faster than he's making it. No matter how much salary is, oh. Whether it's 50k, you're paying him, 500 k you're paying him, same thing, we eat it. So, when we got married, I thought I could be managing the finances. After a few years, it dawned on me that, look, that's why you might be melancholy, let her manage finances. I told the people now, on our wedding day, the person that rented us reception hall, me and him leave reception, what would they discuss? Now, reception, I can't rent for your hand. We leave and go check dog. Ask my wife, wedding day, as in the week of our wedding, the guy that rented reception, so I went to pay deposit balance of hall, reception hall. From there, me and him, geez, 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 we go check dog. I buy two pit bull, two. Two pit bull. That's my wife's wedding gift. Two pit bull that she had to be feeding every day. I didn't even buy one, sanguine. I don't buy one, I buy two. Who buys two pit bull? But let me tell you something. When your temperament is manifesting, you'll be giving yourself reasons why you are doing. The nonsense you are, you'll be giving. I say, if, if, if I buy one, it will be lonely. If you buy two, they can be keeping themselves. Nonsense, stupid things. So, when, you're, when you're, your temperament is dubbing you, you'll be coming up with ideas why you are doing what you're doing that will make you feel justified. So, you need to be careful of that. So, I was a bad manager of money. So, I had to let my wife start managing money. She's better at it. You know those, those melancholists can be annoying. How many of you used to have friends in your school where maybe you're in boarding school? Everybody's provision has finished. Everybody don't do that. In this world now, nobody should have food here. That melancholy will just bring out from somewhere. Only you remain. 
All of us go buy something now with the chop our own. You go keep your own. When we don't chop our own, finish. You call it chop your own. Small, small. On our body, you call it. We go rob you. We go rob you. <laughs> she had this thing. So they are annoying like that. So she's a great manager of money. No matter how things are, if I need 100k, I can see Saika to bring it. She has. I don't even know where she will have somewhere. I say, I need 100 And I can usually Saika. By the time I do all the ceremony and everything, everything she won't know where she could give me the money. Say, it's not my money. I don't. <laughs> I'm telling you my secrets now. You are joining me to laugh. When, when I begin to suffer, I don't go there. I don't go there when I begin to suffer. So, they are great with managing funds. Great with it. So, I had to hand over um, all our accounts to her. Um, I'm not a signatory to any of our accounts. I don't even receive alerts to any of my accounts. So, some of you that send me money sometimes, if I don't get back to you, thank you, because I didn't even see it. Because most of it just goes to... She's the one that gets alerts, signs... It was even of listen that they gave me ATM before I didn't even have ATM. Because ATM is a bad thing for a sanguine. Bad thing. He's going out to buy bread. <laughs> My dad is coming back. He has made deposit for the bakery. <laughs> he has made deposit that he wants to buy the company that is making money. It's a business. He has made deposits. <laughs> so I didn't even want ATM. I handed over every, everything because I need money. Some of you, you could have done better if you let your wife run your money. She's better with it. But you want to prove that you can rob. But you, you, you're, you're not, you're, you're where you spend. Let her manage. Women are great. Especially when they have good temperament. They are great with managing money. You know? Um, so, put physical structures. Okay? Whatever your weakness is, put the physical structure. Hire people. You know, do whatever you need to do. Connect with people that will strengthen you. Number three. Number three. Yield to the Holy Spirit. Yield to the Holy Spirit. Okay? Yield to the Holy Spirit. It will help you a great deal. And this is what we are supposed to do as Christians. That's why it's called the fruits of the Spirit. Galatians 5.22. The fruits of the Spirit. You to the Holy Ghost. All the fruits of the Spirit are actually um, things that counter our weaknesses. All of them. Love. Did you bring them up? Galatians 5.22. It says, um, but the fruit of the Spirit is love. You know, um, choleric is the one that needs love. He doesn't like people, so he needs to learn how to love them. Joy. Um, 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 melancholy is the one that needs joy. Peace. Phlegmatic has too much peace. He will give it to all the rest. Long suffering. That's patience. Choleric needs patience. Uh, patience. Gentleness. Choleric again. Now, wow. Goodness. Choleric again. Um, faithfulness. Everybody needs that one. Sanguine and choleric in particular. Melancholy and phleg are generally a bit more faithful naturally. Next one. Uh, meekness. Sanguine, choleric. All need meekness. Mel too needs it. Temperance. That one means self-control. So when you use the Holy Spirit, he gives you the ability to control yourself. So something being your temperament is not an excuse to say, that's why I shout at people. It's my temperament. No, 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 no. You have self-control. If you yield to the Holy Spirit, he will give you the ability to counter what that natural weakness would have been. You see, if you have taken note of it, whenever it wants to happen, you would counter it by the Holy Spirit because he has pointed it to you. You're about to take leadership from your husband or whatever. You're going to say, mm-mm. Don't talk back. Don't shout at him. He's slower. He's phlegmatic. He's gentler. Even though you are powerful, don't take it. Is somebody get what I'm saying? Choleric women are the ones that usually propose. They are leaders. Because if you are dating a phlegmatic, 
Una go date Date He can't propose. Una go date to date. Often they grow old. What are we? We are just friends. So Kolari go tie, I go propose. Kolari go propose. <laughs> Kolari sometimes don't even like the person. They like marriage. It's a task. It's a assignment. The task to give themselves that by year 2019, I'll be married. So who is there? Anybody? <laughs> to fulfill this assignment. So they don't even like the person they marry. They like marriage as they have. And what I tell you is what I've seen a lot. They'll just marry anybody, put him there. They don't, they don't need him to supply anything. They don't need him to say, I love you. They don't need him to bring money. She has money. She has all the emotions she needs. She loves herself. When she needs children, she'll carry you, bring, supply children, go back. They are achievers. They don't need you. Praise God. So, the Holy Ghost will help you. All right? He help you. So, and lastly, or not, not lastly, one more. Um, you learn to practice the word of God. So, instead of doing what your flesh is saying, you do what the Bible is saying. Then lastly, um, it's always good to have people that can speak into your life. That one is, will help you. That's why even great men still have coaches, still have mentors, still have pastors. People that can speak into your life, they can see aspects of your life that you cannot see. They mirror you. They just see, that, oh, if you adjust this thing, you'll do better than you're doing. If you calm down. That's why it's not all criticism that is bad criticism. Sometimes some criticism will help you put you in shape. But most times as human beings, we say, ah, they are haters. Don't listen to haters. Sometimes your haters are saying the truth. They might hate you, yes. But sometimes what the thing they are saying you are doing, you might actually be doing it. So use that opportunity to learn. They are giving you free cancer. It's good to have people that can speak into your life. Never, never be at a point. Never be at a point when everybody around you is afraid of you. Don't ever be like that. I've seen men that become so powerful that nobody around them can advise them. Everybody there is their boy. And they want to take advice from their boy. What did your boy go tell you? He say, was I wrong? He say, oh, God. You are never wrong. You know, I make my salary come out this month. Why? 20 something of the month. Oh. You are not wrong. You need somebody that doesn't care how you feel. That can tell you, hey, you are wrong. You can't talk to your wife like this. You can't treat your husband like this. You can't treat your children. That can tell you the truth. It will save you. Have you been blessed tonight? God. Pray for that person. He needs that prayer. Whatever his weaknesses are, Father, you send strength. You can let go of the person's hand. Now begin to pray for yourself. Pray for yourself that God will help you maximize your own strength. God will help your, you know how to use your temperament to glorify his kingdom. There's nothing wrong with you. You are made perfectly the way you should be. You just have to be able to maximize what your strengths are by managing it, by channeling it properly. All the gifts and abilities God has put inside you, it will help benefit other people. Masoto babrada sata, lika babrada sata. In the name of Jesus, to pray for, for that conference that lives will be touched. Lives will be touched. Because if, if a ministry is, imp- if a pastor is impacted, the whole ministry is impacted. So we're investing in pastors. Some people are coming from out of town, from Portacot, from Abuja and all that for this conference. So I need to understand how big this is. I want everybody to even give towards it. I want everybody to give towards it. Go ahead, let's pray for that conference. The fathers, they are coming. 
their journey will be safe and they will receive something. They will be transformed. There will be impartation for all the ministries that will be represented here. In the name of Jesus. We know you've been blessed by this message. To order a copy of this message or any of our messages, you can call us on 080-777-14411 or 080-777-14412 or you can visit our website on www.davidschristiancenter.org David's Christian Center, home of victorious people.